I'm Cy Musiker. I'm Holly Grimaldi Flores. And, and this, this is Curtain Call. Call. We're back offering a guide to the most exciting, thought-provoking arts and culture from Reno to Davis. With an emphasis on cool stuff right here in the foothills. And on this episode, we're talking about the opening of festival season, a dance on Wolf Creek. And beer and classical music and a lesson in slack key from a master. And there's more like this band. the Element Brass Band, a song called Warp 9 from a 2017 album. These men and women are so funky, and they just swing so hard, and they just personify the mix of rhythm and blues and jazz and marching band that equals New Orleans to my ears. Uh, And a reminder that jazz music can be great dance music. Uh, They're based in Sacramento, and we're blessed to have them playing so many local gigs. The Element Brass Band plays the Crazy Horse Saloon tomorrow night, Saturday, May 7th. And they're playing Sierra Nevada Brewery's Beer Camp in Chico on May 14th and 15th, though tickets are selling fast. Element plays the Torch Club in Sacramento May 21st. That's Makano with the song Radio Hula off his new album, Pulama, Legacies of Hawaii. And Makana has a show in Grass Valley coming up. Makana studied with slack-key guitar master Sonny Chillingworth, who had once worked as Don Ho's music director. He's written protest songs for the Occupy movement and infuses every show, he says, with the aloha spirit. We talked to Makana on Zoom, and he explained how the guitar came to Hawaii and how the early masters developed slack key, a uniquely Hawaiian way of tuning and playing the guitar. You know, we can manipulate things with our fingers on the guitar, but when the guitar is tuned in a certain way, it creates this environment. For instance, I can tune the guitar, and you might instantly feel the sound of Hawaii, and then I could change it, and you might feel like you're in Ireland, or I could change it, and you might feel like you're in Indonesia. Um, And these come with associated chordal patterns that, uh, you know, being exposed to music, we, we, we kind of think certain things when we hear certain things. But that's the beauty of these tunings. In those tunings, I can then weave things that would otherwise be impossible in another tuning. I have a question. Uh, you know, KVMR has a regular weekend slot for Hawaiian music's great appeal in Nevada County. I'm wondering, do you find the Hawaiian music popular across the nation? What is the appeal and then the expanse of it? Of course, West Coast is much stronger because, you know, the proximity and people on the West Coast tend to have probably either roots in Hawaii from lineal ties or they vacationed in Hawaii at some point. 
But in Texas and in Las Vegas, of course, there's big Hawaiian population, San Antonio, for instance. But in the, you know, the beauty of slack key guitar itself, when people hear it, it's really universal. It even transcends the cultural aspect. And everywhere in the world that I play, it's amazing to see how people fall in love with this unique art form. And so interesting in this particular county because, you know, the bluegrass is really, really popular. The classical is really, really popular. And the Hawaiian is really, really popular. I love it. People in California, people have come to the show, they've driven four hours one way sometimes to see. I mean, there is a deep appreciation and passion for the music of Hawaii. In that video you made, there's this song, Silver Threads Among the Gold. Mm. And that is so pretty. What are you doing there technically? And how does it evoke these beautiful sounds think of the like the mona lisa right and then if someone did a pencil sketch of the mona lisa it's still the same subject material but it's a sketch of it it's a different approach or or uh methodology of representing that subject slack key guitar can be like that what i mean is is like slack key guitar i can play traditional hawaiian songs i can also do something like silver threads among the gold which is an American pop song from the 1800s. Threads Among the Gold is a good example of how Slack Key has kind of a sketch feeling of taking songs and interpreting them through this lens that's very stripped down. It's like a pencil sketch, but it just conveys the kind of like the emotional essence of the song. Your fingernails are really long. And I guess you pick your the guitar strings with them. So how did you develop that style? Is that common? Well, okay, these three, my thumb and pointer and middle finger on my picking hand, which is my right hand, are these are nails that I get put on every three weeks. I used to not have them uh, all when I was growing up. And uh, depending on the style, sometimes my fingers would bleed. You know, we don't talk about this as guitarists, but it can become very painful for both hands. You know, it's maintaining the fingers, but you get a really nice sound from these, I think. My oldest is learning guitar right now, and he's developing the callus. Oh, yeah, that'll come. And, and, you know, eventually they'll kind of become built in calluses where they're literally under the top epidermal layer. Great, great. Stick with it. And maybe you've already answered this. Your name, Makana, means, and I hope I'm getting this right, a gift given freely. And how do you make that idea a, a part of your performance? Oh, that's beautiful. Well, you know, changes your life. A name has power. And I always approach my performances with a vulnerability. And because I come from that place, I think that vulnerability is mirrored in the audience. And so, you know, giving the gift is really about this two-way loving experience. I mean, I, I don't want to sound hokey or anything, but it really is that kind of experience. And, and I think a lot of the time, music becomes a one-way conversation. And I really like it to be more of a mutual exchange. What I do is I don't just go up and play songs. I'm a storyteller. And I give the history, I translate the songs. There's a lot of laughter and a lot of tears in my shows and sharing aloha because 
I feel and why I wanted to tour now after not having toured for three years is the world has been through so much pain and so much loss. At the beginning of the pandemic, I lost my mother and just in January, I lost my father. Mm. And so, so we've, sorry. We've, family has been through a lot. And, and the way that I'm healing from that is sharing this music and this aloha. And it has been, I've only done two shows so far, but profound, profound transformative experiences, both for me and for the audiences. It's beautiful. I think that's vital. I think that's uh, what's been missing for two plus years of not being able to connect is that exchange. So I agree with you 100%. Amen, Holly. Uh, McConnor plays the Center for the Arts in Grass Valley Sunday night, May the 8th. Hawaiian music and bluegrass goes together so well. Yes, they do. So let's talk about the Poe Ramblin' Boys. Classic Bluegrass with C.J. Lewandowski on mandolin leading the Poe Ramblin' Boys. And I want to apologize for not including any bluegrass on last month's show. That is unforgivable. What were we thinking? <laughs> we must have been out of our string strumming minds. That's right. The Poe Ramblin' Boys started as the house band at the Old Smoky Moonshine Distillery in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, in the Great Smoky Mountains. I read that Lewandowski plays mandolin because he once saw a picture of Bill Monroe and thought he looked to be the coolest guy in the world. And this is the real deal. The Poe Rambling Boys play the Miner's Foundry May 12th. Did you know that KVMR has totally overhauled our news department? We've hired a full-time news director, the great Claudio Mendoza. And he's recruited a team of paid and volunteer news staff and organized a youth journalism program to train tomorrow's leaders in fact-finding and community action. If you value local journalism and opportunities for civic dialogue, just like this one, Curtain Call is a news product. This is your chance to support your values directly and locally. Call 530-265-9555 or go online to kvmr.org. Support local news and local access now. Now let's head down to Wolf Creek. Project Wild Edges is a theater and dance piece set in that transition between our bustling lives here in the foothills and the wild spaces all around us. We stand on a wild edge, steps away from a shopping center, a community of many voices looking for solutions in a time of extreme fire, smoke, power outages, and water scarcity. 
Throughout May, audiences will be guided on a tour from Freeman Lane, right by the Rayleigh Shopping Center, down a paved path to Wolf Creek. Actors and dancers will portray creatures like Wolf Creek itself and the animals who populate our woods, our backyards, and even our shopping centers. This is Gray Fox, and she actually lives in the Wolf Creek Canyon. Jenny Hale is the director and playwright for this performance piece and the costume designer as well. She's made these beautiful paper mache masks for the actors playing the roles of the many creatures who live by Wolf Creek. And here is Polyphemus moth, and she is an exquisite, huge moth, which many of you have probably seen plastered onto your screen door in the summer. She truly can be three to four inches wing spread, and she really truly is fuzzy like this mask, has these kind of iridescent golden antennas that are truly fuzzy, and her body is as fuzzy as a dog. And it's been so wonderful creating these masks and costumes for the creatures because what a way to learn and really truly learn about the very creatures that live in our community. So tell me, Project Wild Edges then is a way for uh, folks here in Western Nevada County to walk down in Wolf Creek and meet these creatures, but they have a story to tell uh, beyond just the fact that they're there. Yes. So it is an inquiry into our relationship with nature. The Wolf Creek Trail is an amazing example of the way human beings have walked on the planet and how they have created human systems that overlay natural systems. And it's just an opportunity to think, are we making the right decisions when we um, create water diversion systems, when we do landfill? And just think for a moment, more than a nature trail, these are examples of the legacy of our mining history, how do we care for animals in the wild places, and then the actual canyon where you're going to meet all these beautiful creatures. That was the location, it's the confluence of Little Wolf Creek and Big Wolf Creek, where uh, the Nisinan had their home, Das Paseo, which translates to Grass Valley Waterway. Topography creates culture. Project Wild Edges does two performances a day, starting at the Wolf Creek Trailhead at the Sinkhole by Trips Auto Body, May 7th, 14th, 21st, and 28th. Get your tickets from the Miner's Foundry. I was just thinking how crazy it would be if you didn't know this was going on when you see those wild creatures in the woods. Uh, and here's a chance, though, to see a more traditional kind of theater. Good night, John. Good night. I thought the bedroom scene tonight was brilliant. Did you? Oh, yes, I did. Didn't you think it went well? I thought it went brilliantly. Thank you. Wouldn't tell you if it wasn't so. Thank you. Well, not at all. Wouldn't tell you if it weren't so. What great foolishness do we not subject ourselves to? Between us and the meanest victims of the gods, there's little to choose. Little That's to actors choose. Jack Lemmon and Matthew Broderick, a much younger Matthew Broderick, in the movie version of A Life in the Theater, as David Mamet's loving tribute to theater from 1977, in which a fading older actor and his ambitious and much younger co-star duel in words for primacy in the dressing room and on stage. And Nevada City's Theater by the Book is doing a reading of the play. It's a charming piece, but doing anything by Mamet comes with a lot of controversy these days after he said that male school teachers are inclined to be sexual predators, yeah. not to mention his opposition to COVID protocols and support of the ex-president 
even after the insurrection. Now, I think it would be a shame to cancel Mamet for these idiotic comments uh, because his stage and screenwriting is often so good. And Peter Mason, who runs Sierra Stages and Theater by the Book, told me that's why they're going ahead with the play reading. Mason says he loves the play, uh, even if the playwright has evolved into a hateful crank. Yeah, I struggle with this a bit. I don't really want to support that kind of thinking, but I do support Sierra Stages. So make your own judgment. Theater by the Book presents a reading of David Mamet's A Life in the Theater at the Miner's Foundry on May 11th. And down the hill in Folsom, you can catch The Play That Goes Wrong. This is one of those silly British farces, a satire on stage murder mysteries, uh, and a very good show. Uh, It's played in New York for a zillion years. The Sutter Street Theater presents The Play That Goes Wrong in Folsom through May 29th. Now here's some old-time music that still sounds fresh. Life was bleak and all I saw was darkness. Aimlessly I wandered through the days. Lonely as a cloud, I prayed each night aloud for love to shine its light and show the way. Like a man who hasn't any country, like a stranger visiting from Mars, I went around alone like a rolling stone until I read a message in the stars. It must have been moon glow, way up in the blue. It must have been moon that led me straight to you. That's Jim Queskin and Meredith Axelrod singing Moon Glow. What a terrific pairing. Queskin was a pioneer in reviving old tunes in the 60s, leading a jug band. And I mean, they played real jugs and washboards. And the much younger Meredith Axelrod is an old soul uh, and knows just about every song there is. Axelrod and Queskin are touring again after a long COVID break. And by the way, this is a Paul Emery show, and we'll get him on Curtain Call sometime soon to talk about his role as the Bill Graham of the Foothills. <laughs> <laughs> he books great music. Yeah, Jim Queskin and Meredith Axelrod play the Nevada City Oddfellows Hall. It's a great venue for music in Nevada City on Saturday, May 14th. Just a taste of the music in store this summer, presented by Music in the Mountains. They're doing A Lark Ascending by Ralph Vaughn Williams and the Brahms Requiem on June 24th at the Center for the Arts. But first, there's a fundraiser, and it's a fun one. Yeah, if you've been around Nevada County long, you've probably been one of the thousands who have attended the Music in the Mountains Brewfest. Well, that 30-year-long Music in the Mountains tradition is now the Sierra Cask Ale Fest. Cy and I sat down with Music in the Mountains Executive Director Jenny Darlington-Person, and we started by talking about the classical music beer connection. Yeah, Antonin Dvorak, for instance, used to get a bucket of Pilsner delivered to his door each morning. 
It seems that you are correct. A fair number of composers really love their ale. So this is for beer connoisseurs, people who are beer enthusiasts, who want to taste special beers that you would normally have to travel to each brewery individually to find. I mean, not stuffy, but fun, but upscale. You're touting this 2022 uh, summer season is offering transformative music experiences for the whole family. What do you mean by transformative? Well, at Music in the Mountains, we envision a thriving Nevada County that's transformed by great music. We think that music transforms people. It it gives them new perspectives. It brings them together. One of the things that I love about music and concerts is you can have, at a time that is as divided as especially as ours is right now, you can have people that politically, religiously, socially are on opposite ends of the spectrum and they can sit right next to each other in a concert hall and have a shared human experience. And I think that very few things offer that opportunity outside of music. The Cascale Festival is Saturday, May 14th at the Grass Valley Veterans Building on South Auburn with live jazz music and two drinking sessions, one 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. with an hour break to mop up the beer, and then there's a second round from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. That is a lot of day drinking. That is a lot of day drinking. (laughs) And and then there's a full season of shows including Vaughn Williams' Lark Ascending and a Brahms Requiem at the Center for the Arts, June 24th. By the way, Music in the Mountains brings dozens of musicians to town from all over Northern California for these shows. They could really use some help with housing. If you have a spare bedroom or a cottage or something you're not using and that you might make available, contact Music in the Mountains directly. It's a great way to share your love of music and take care of the musicians who make it. Seems I've got to have a change of scene Cause every night I have strangers dream imprisoned by the way it might have been left here on my own or so it seems I've got to leave before I start to scream but someone's locked the door and took the key you're feeling alright and I feel that you good myself Dave Mason's returning to the Center for the Arts, and I'm feeling all right about that. Yeah, this song was written by Dave Mason, and he recorded it with Traffic uh, before Joe Cocker had a hit with it. And then the Dave Mason album, Alone Together, was just a hugely popular album when I was in college, you know, LPs, the old days, and it still sounds really good. Leon Russell was on that first Mason album. Dave has collaborated with a who's who of other music legends, including Jimi Hendrix, George Harrison, Rita Coolidge, and Eric Clapton. If you don't count Dave Mason as one of the all-time greats, well, we'll just have to disagree. I see what you're doing there, Holly. Uh, Last time we checked, there were still tickets available for Dave Mason May 12th at the Center for the Arts. And obviously, this is the old fart section of the show. Uh, so here's another oldie but not moldy singer on tour. Woke up with the blues today. I got the news. I failed the test. Settled my affair. So now I have to share my last request. Gonna meet my maker. Tell the undertaker. Do your best. Cause I wanna go there in a light blue mohair suit and vest. So that's what Frankie Valley sounds like today. It's a song from his 2021 album, A Touch of Jazz. 
And I think that falsetto of his still sounds pretty good here. I would agree. Frankie Valley came to fame in 1962 as the lead singer of the Four Seasons. Yeah, of the course. Groups, the group's acapella harmonies, slick stage moves, and timeless hits are still enjoyed by fans all over the world. I guess including you, Holly. <laughs> yes. So I realize, Cy, we have different musical tastes, sure. which is why we can cover such a wide variety of activities. But I can't help but love Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. First of all, I'm an Italian from New York. And it takes me back to my younger days. My eyes adored you. You're just too good to be true. Right up to Greece is the word. I saw the play Jersey Boys in Sacramento and saw the cast of Jersey Boys at the Center for the Arts a few years back and sang along to every song. Frankie Valli and my big brother Jim Grimaldi are ever entwined in my heart. Well worth the drive to Reno to see this legend. Yeah, Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons play the Grand Sierra Resort in Reno on May 13th. And here's a singer who kicked off her career in 1969 and is still going strong. It's been a long time coming. It's gonna be a long time gone. And it appears to be a long time Lydia Pence and Cold Blood. This was a San Francisco band that never hit the big time the way Janis Joplin and Jefferson Airplane did, but they were a huge part of the San Francisco music scene back then. Cold Blood featured a great horn section long before Tower of Power came along. Yeah, and we talked briefly to Lydia Pence from her home in San Jose and asked her her secret for surviving so long in the music business. Luckily, my voice is, is holding out. I don't know. It's just, I guess it's the love of what you do and luck. <laughs> Lydia Pence and Cold Blood play the Sophia in Sacramento June 3rd. They're at the Sausalito Jazz and Blues Festival July 1st. And then they play the Luca Winery in Ripon on July 2nd. Last month, we promised a preview of the summer festival season. So let's start here. I was the queen of West Mount Park. It was all mine after dark. Gold willow tree, it was my throne Till I, till I went home Father used me like a wife Mother turned the blindest eye Stole my body, spirit, pride He did, he did each night It's one for the hate that loops and loops Two for the poison at the roots Three for the children bragging Four for the day was standing That's a cut from Alison Russell's 2021 album, Outside Child, a chronicle of the sexual abuse she experienced growing up. And she got a Grammy nomination for that. I think she should have won. But in any event, she's one of the headliners at the Strawberry Music Festival at the end of May. And she's reason enough alone, I think, to attend. 
But you can also hear from great bluegrass and Americana stars like Sam Bush, Sierra Hull, the Rainbow Girls, and, and lots more. Strawberry is also famous for all the campers at the fairgrounds and how friendly it is to families with lots of kids' activities. There's also a band scramble. That's where musically inclined audience members are randomly assigned to a band and have one hour in which to come up with a band name, write two songs and a joke, and then perform them. Yeah, I think it's important that they get the joke right. And I'm just knocked out by the performers lined up this year. Here's another one, Sunny War. don't make folk musicians like this anymore. Uh, Sunny War is a great guitar player, but she's also one of those songwriters trying to save the world one verse at a time. Sunny War plays at the 40th Strawberry Music Festival, which runs May 25th through the 30th at the Nevada County Fairgrounds, the most beautiful fairgrounds in California. Then we have the Father's Day Bluegrass Festival coming back to the fairgrounds in June, followed by an extraordinary lineup at World Fest in July. Yeah, and all these festivals, by the way, are simulcast by KVMR. Another reason to support this amazing community radio station during our current pledge drive. We are so blessed to live in Nevada County. That will do it for us this month, and we hate to announce this, but we are taking June off as we take care of our personal lives. I have some surgery coming up uh, that's going to go very well, and we plan to be back in time for America's birthday, July the 1st. I'm Cy Musiker. I'm Holly Grimaldi Flores. And, and this, this is Curtain Call, Call coming, coming to you from, from KVMR-FM, KVMR FM, Nevada, Nevada City. City.